What is up, guys? This is Lauren with Untethered with Flow, coming to you with a new podcast segment series. And I'm very excited to have my guest today, Terry. Uh, Terry and I met through Vanessa, who was actually on my podcast about a week or two ago, by the time you hear this. Um, She is just a firecracker and I love the woman to death. I'm so grateful for that interaction. And then she's just been introducing me to some really beautiful people. And so Terry, I'm super glad to have you on today. I'm going to go ahead and introduce yourself. Thanks, Lauren. It's um, it's really good to be here. And yes, Vanessa is a firecracker and she's the the queen of networking. So um, I'm I'm glad to be here. My name is Terry Martin. Um, So I'm a single dad that's been in the Charlotte area for a long time. I'm in business development and sales for a company called Vary. So we do commercial furniture and I also run a networking group called the Leeds Exchange Group, which is based um, here in Charlotte. And it's anybody that's in the commercial real estate, construction, A&D, engineering world that likes to connect organically. So speaking of speaking of uh, connecting organically, here we are. Thanks to Vanessa. And I'm glad I'm glad I got a chance to meet you. Yeah, same. Um, I kind of did have a little bit I wanted to touch on, you know, because we're both parents and both had experienced the life of single parenthood and growing a business and working and networking. Um, Talk to me about what it's been like kind of being a parent, right, with kids and trying to expand in the business world. Well, it's um, it's definitely a different path. It's uh, not for the faint of heart, <laughs> but it's it's a, it's a great um, it's a great endeavor to to take. And you know, I started out being a really young parent, and um, and so I've I've known parenthood for most of my life. And the first, what I call the first phase of my career, um, was in the insurance world. Not really a job or a career that I, that I wanted, but it was something for a young parent that helped me. Uh, make money, have stable uh, hours, and I was able to get home and spend time with my kids and take them to activities and all that good stuff. And, um, you know, thankfully, after a decade of doing that, um, you know, blessings are sometimes you see them in reverse, right? You don't see them at the time, but um, our our company downsized and we were laid off our department and I had to kind of figure out and reinvent myself. And that's where I started finding the world of sales and, and business development and I was so anti-sales because, um, you know, it's got such a, this bad stereotype Ish. and I'm much more of a customer service person at heart. I love people and I, and, I, and I believe in like transparency and honesty. So at first I had a hard time figuring out how to do sales until I realized that, you know, sometimes it takes a little bit longer when you do it the organic route and build the relationships. But I just think it's it's more valuable and it's more longstanding when you do it the right way. And then having the kids, you know, uh, I've had full custody of my older three kids for 13 years now, and they're 23, 20, and 16. And then I share custody of a two-year-old with my ex. And so, um, so I went from being a really young parent to now I'm going to be the really old parent. <laughs> but um, but my career has kind of uh, transitioned and taken off a lot in the last six or seven years when I really started understanding and was introduced to networking and understanding the real reason why you network and, and how to, to, to find good people to align yourself with. And I've through the years found the type of people that support me and you know, as I am as a person, which part of that is being a, a single dad, you know, being a parent and people have been very receptive. You know, I, I've always believed in leading with honesty and authenticity. Um, and, you know, when, when I'm having a bad day and somebody asks me, I'm, I'm like, you know, I'm having a rough day or, you know, there's there's struggles that we all go through. All of us do. And sometimes it can be a little bit doubled up when you're a parent and you're trying to 
you know, get the kids out the door or, you know, or get your kid out the door. And all of a sudden you got to change a diaper right before you walk out the door <laughs> and have everything ready to go. Right. And you're like, oh, I'm going to be 15 minutes later at that, that meeting now. So um, thankfully, people have been very receptive and open. And I think um, leading with, you know, the, the authenticity and the openness is is definitely helped me because people are like, hey, I get it. Been there, done that. And um, and I've just been blessed to be around some really good people that have you know helped me along my path. Yeah, I love that. I think um, being a parent helped me become a really great networker because uh, kids can be challenging and they challenge your thought processes and, you know, they challenge the structure that you've been pre-programmed with since you were a child. And I don't know about you, but my son have a very, uh, my son and I have a very uh, friendly parent child relationship not that he doesn't respect me um he very much so respects me to where he knows he can talk to me about anything and we can have those conversations that most parents feel weird or uncomfortable having it's just like yo mom I'm like okay um but I do realize that having that fluidity in my relationship with my son made it easier for me to have fluidity with the people that I was constantly talking to so have you noticed that with your kids has that been something that's made it easier for you as well I definitely, I, I, I've never thought about it like that, but I agree. Um, as you were saying it, I'm like, I'm starting to run in a bunch of scenarios in my head. Like, yeah, you know, I, I see that where that's happened, especially with the, uh, like, you know, the, the openness with the conversations. And I think the more that you are in tune with your children and understand that, yes, you're a parent, but you're also, you're, you're, you're an acquaintance, you're a friend, you're, you're, um, Still a kid. Mentor. there's all these different titles, right? You know, the provider, <laughs> So, you know, there's all these different, these hats that we have to wear with our children, but, you know, as they grow, they need to understand and see different sides of you. You know, just recently, one of um, my youngest son was asking me, he's like, he was, why is it such a stigma to, to call a parent by their first name? And I was like, hmm, I don't know. You know, it wasn't that he was challenging me on it. He was just like, you know, just something I thought, right? And so, like, I think you can learn so much, right, when you li listen and talk to your children, because they're we were all kids at one point in time too, but we've all grown up in different eras where there's different, you know, social constructs and stuff out there and different societal pressures that we all had to deal with a little bit differently. And so staying in tune with them, I think keeps us in tune with the the, the world and how it's changing and evolving. And so the lingo, the kids keep me pretty up to date on the lingo. So I, I kind of know what's going on sometimes. But, um, you know, and then, you know, and then their perspectives, right? And there's one time I was talking to one of my, my oldest son when he was, I don't know, eight. And I asked him, I said, you know, we're talking about the, the, the cup being half full, half empty. And he was like, well, why can't it be both? And I was like, well, I mean, it kind of is, right? I mean, like if it's half empty, then it's half full. So again, and that, that helps because when you walk into a room with people, I don't know, it just, it just kind of, it does keep you fluid. It keeps you adaptable to say, hey, you know, I'm open to whatever, you have to say and, and and learn about somebody. And I think that's when you kind of, kind of trying to constantly learn who your kids are evolving and becoming, it does kind of set you that, that mindset of when you're meeting people, like meet them where they are, where, you know, where they're at and what they're trying to do and, and be more receptive to that. Yeah. And, you know, obviously when we're walking through a networking room, we're meeting people of all ages, you know, um, we're meeting people with different backgrounds. Um, and so I couldn't agree more. My son and I, there's been a few times where if somebody was listening to our conversation, they would be kind of struck because it would feel like he was being slightly disrespectful. And it was like, no, I've been slightly disrespectful and I need to pull back and, and see a perspective. And so a lot of people come to me for advice and they always 
ask, you know, like what has made you this, as some would say, wise. And I'm like, it's my son putting me in check. <laughs> it's my son reminding me that I'm not always right. I don't know everything. And that there are a lot of different sides and a lot of different ways people process things. And so, I mean, I, I love, I love the fact that my son and I have that relationship. It's, it's been such a vital piece to, especially moving here to Charlotte and, um, you know, he's with his dad, um, because I have moved my parents in before they passed away this last year. And so not having him here, but still having that deep connection and then him having that connection with him kept me going out and networking while I was grieving. Um, not as much as I initially did, but it really kept me focused on the fact that I need to be out. I need to be networking um, when I have the energy to do so. And so talk to me about some of your techniques, maybe when you go out to network, is there something that you do as an icebreaker? Um, You know, what helps you get comfortable when you walk into a room? Well, first I want to say again, I know we kind of touched on it before, but I'm still very sorry for your loss. And, you know, I think it's showing a lot of strength to continue going out there. And I think that when you touch on a point about, you know, the relationship with your son and with your, you know, with me, with my children, it's kind of keeping that humble mindset, right? Of like, we don't know everything. We're still learning, all of us. And sometimes, you know, you just think you become a parent, you become this authoritative person and it doesn't work that way. No. It really it really shouldn't be that way. Like you, you, we learn from them just as much as they learn from us. It's just our job to guide, right? So it's not theirs. But um, when it comes to going out and, and just like techniques, I'm a firm believer in just being who you are. Like, you know, I'm not like trend. I don't trend on TikTok or Instagram or any of that stuff, but I do have my hashtags when I, when I use LinkedIn and there's two that I really, really firmly believe in. And one of them is the network with intent. And the other one is authenticity over complicity. And so I don't want to go out and just do what everybody thinks I should do. Yeah. It's go out and do who you are. And I got a really quick, cool story from, uh, a gentleman that I met, his name is Peter Blumenfeld, and he works at JLL. And we were sitting down, we were having lunch, and he told me this story, and I call it the four versus 400. Um, early in his career, he was one of the top you know, people at his company, and he was invited to like a convention out, um, I don't know if it was Vegas or somewhere, but he was a relationship person. So he was really like builds his relationships, and that's how he did business. That's how he took care of his clients. And he was in the room with like 400 of the top people in the company that were doing, you know, going out and doing the same thing. And he said, he was telling me that he was a little stressed out. And he was like, how am I going to make these relationships and connect with everybody in this room in such a short amount of time? And his mentor at the time had told him, he said, listen, you know, if you're the relationship person, go out there and just find four people, you know, find your four people and you make those four strong connections. And that's all you need to worry about. If you're the transactional person and you have to be that person that goes out and gets all 400 business cards, then go get those. But at the end of the day, be true to yourself, right? You, if I'm a, I'm a relational person, if I try to go be transactional, you're going to see right through that and vice versa. If you're transactional, you try to pretend that you're, that you're in it for the long haul, the marathon, and you really care, they're going to know in that third call or that third get up that you're really not. So it's like, really just stay true to who you are and lead with who you are as a person. You know, I host my um, my leads exchange group events. We don't wear name tags. The reason we don't wear name tags is one, not a big label person. And two, like, you never know until I walk up to you and introduce myself and, and, and ask you your name and what do you do and where you're from and where you're going and why you want to get there. 
Yeah. Then I really don't know you. I just walk up and say, hey, I've been with this company X amount of years and this is how long we've been doing this. Well, there's no connection there. And at the end of the day, people do business with people they like. And yeah. I've realized that like you can't be everybody's cup of tea. And I don't want to be everybody's cup of tea. If you don't like my if I don't like my tea, that's fine. That's OK. And we can still mutually respect each other and we can help each other. We just won't be in that circle together. And there's nothing wrong with that. And mm -hmm. I think early on, I didn't understand that as I got older and I was mentored in the, in the art of networking. I really understood that. And it's kind of taken off from there. I love it. And it's so true. I know um, it's so funny because I, I, I go to networking events to make friends. That's what I say. Go to networking events to make friends. So you'll actually see me kind of just lollygag and like spin around the room a few times and just kind of like hang out. Um, and it, I usually always bring people to networking events with me. That's another big thing I really love to do to help settle. I'm actually, people never believe it, but I'm actually shy. I have a little bit of shyness or nervousness. I know, I know nobody believes me, but I do. So, you know, it takes me a little while to warm up. So like I said, I'll do a few laps. I'll look for someone I know, or I bring somebody um, but my friend will always be like, have you met this person? And, you know, she's like, are you meeting people? I'm like, I'm just here to hang out. And as things happen, they happen. But <clears throat> I know very much so that, you know, I really enjoy meeting people and the networking space, um, is one of those big things when I'm coaching people that I'm like, one of the best things you can do for your company is to get out in person and network and mingle, host your own events, you know, um, so that way you can grow and have that organics. And so I um, love that you have your own networking group. I have two. And so I've, I had three when I was president of my BNI chapter. Um, so I love networking. Um, tell me more about Leads Exchange. What is that exactly? How does that go about? Um, is it BNI-esque when it comes to your meetups? It's it's um, so I've been in the BNI events. I've been to all kinds of events and in our industry. The it's commercial real estate, commercial construction world. That's the easiest way to kind of just everything else goes underneath it. A and D, property management, facility management, brokerage, you know, engineering, and then you have all the vendors. So when I joined, I told you I was in the insurance world. So when I joined this world um, five years ago in October, I didn't know anybody, like zero. <laughs> Fortunately, I had already understood networking, and I've started doing that through a mentor, um, Jeff Warner. Um, he's the CEO of Pair PEO, but at the time he was with Insperity and, you know, we would help each other out when it came to like, I was working with small to mid-sized businesses and I was doing supplemental benefits and if they needed healthcare or HR outsourcing, we would partner up. And what I realized is that he was a really genuine person that if it wasn't the best fit for a client, he had no problem like stepping back and saying, Hey, we're not the best fit for you. You know, what you have now is better or, Hey, this option is actually more better for your business. Right. And that spoke to me because that's how I do business. And like, if I'm not the best fit, I'm not always going to be the best fit, you know? And so I will let a customer know that. And I just felt like that was the best in the long term for just building your reputation and building, you know, what you want to do. And so, you know, through that mentorship of understanding that, I realized I had to start reaching out and branching and finding other people that were like-minded and doing the same thing. So when I joined this industry, the first thing I did is I went out and I started trying to find people that were, again, kind of in my role or looking to get in front of influencers and trying to, hey, you know, how do we get in front of this project, this opportunity? Do you know so-and-so? And I would start meeting with those people on a, like a biweekly basis. 
And then it started getting to the point, I was like, okay, now we want to get in front of the key influencers. But, you know, in our world, the key influencers aren't going to come sit down and yeah. share their leads with their competitors. And so I was like, okay, how do I get the chance to meet them in a bigger setting and make it like entertaining and engaging? And that's where we came up with the events. I said, okay, let's do the events. The six of us will invite one key influencer or two and see if we can get one each there. So in February of, then in January of 2019, we held our first leads exchange group at Hoppin and South End, and we had like 12 people there, right? Six of us were the, the people that were meeting in the little circle, and we had six people show up. What I never anticipated was people would enjoy it and want to keep coming back and start spreading the word because it was more laid back. It's a lot different than a BNI as far as, and I'm not knocking them. I say like, you don't have a report card. You don't have to get up and, and you don't have to speak in front of everybody if you don't want to, like, it was more low key understanding that there's going to be introverts and extroverts and there's going to be 20 year vets and there's going to be somebody that's been in the business for two hours. They're all going to be in that room. You're going to have somebody that's a native charlatan and somebody that's that's only been in the city for six months. Right. Understanding that and always trying to evolve to make sure that everybody feels comfortable and welcome in the room is my vision and my, and my passion for the, for the networking groups. And so as we said, OK, hey, we got to get these key influences in here. That's what we started doing and started building up that way. And by the end of that year, we were averaging 40 people in events and we rolled into 2020, which we all know is the COVID year. Yeah. But right before March hit, we had 61 people in January. We had 80 wow. people in February. We were like doubling, like it was crazy. And then of course, then COVID hit. But even through then, we we continued to do hybrid virtual events and in-person events and, you know, found new people that, that were like, hey, we want to network and everybody else was shut down. Nobody else was doing anything. And we were. So it had gave us a chance to kind of get in front of people that it would have took us five or 10 years to get in front of. So um, just, just trying to be, you know, who we are again, just trying to open up doors to let people network and, and meet other people. Yeah. And I think what has happened and congratulations on the growth. And I saw your picture the other day and I just, I love seeing people come together, spending quality time. Um, uh, but uh you know, it's great. Go out there, folks, and look for networking groups. There's so many different kinds. There's paid ones. There's not paid ones. There's general networking. There's ones with more structure. Um, and I always tell people, you know, create your own stuff as well. You know, if you feel like when you're out and about, you're not finding what you need, the best thing you can do is create. And I know for me, I'm a creator. I love to create a lot of my own things. Um, I do love to spend quality time with the other networking groups, but I do create my own stuff. And so um, just want to encourage you to, you know, really get out there and make the connections that are going to help you grow. If you feel like you're not spending quality time with people that are helping you grow and pushing you to be your best self, um, you know, get out there and find people who are in alignment with you. And you can find them on Meetup. You can find them on Eventbrite. You can find them on Facebook. Um, you can look on LinkedIn. There's plenty of networking groups around your areas. So I just want to throw those out there to keep your eyes out for those groups, to create those groups. Um, because when you're in business, one of the best things you can do for yourself is to have like-minded business people next to you. So that way you can lean into them, talk to them. And like you said, from the beginning, just be honest about where you're at. Um, because in this day and age, there's no room for, um, uh, 
I wouldn't say being fake, but just holding back when you're growing through things. I think the more you share what's going on with you, the better. I know with me alone, I could say like, if you having a weird day and tell a client like, Hey, I'm having a weird day. And they'd be like, yeah, I am too, actually. And you never just, you don't realize like how often you and somebody else are really going through the same things or growing through the same things at the same time. And so, um, we just want to throw those little tidbits out there because networking is just such a blessing. I did a co-working um, day and there was just a few of us. It was my first one and it was just nice to sit around, you know, have the laptops, working at the coffee shop, getting to know each other. Um, and I just, you know, I don't know about you, but I'm still new to Charlotte. I So like, I'm really looking forward to just growing connections as I keep feeling better um, after all the grief. So, um, so I want to kind of give you a minute to talk about what you do a little bit more. Um, and, you know, if there are type of client that you're looking for, um, so that way anybody listening can maybe you know, refer or suggest okay. people to you. No, that'd be awesome. And I, I love everything that you just said. I was, you know, again, thinking as you're saying it, I'm like, I agree with you. You got to get out and network. And I try to tell people all the time, I wish I would have understood networking a decade sooner. There's, I mean, <laughs> it's literally changed the trajectory of my life personally, mm-hmm. professionally. And you're right. If you can't find the right fit for you, then you start your own right it doesn't have to be big it starts out small and you just never know when you're doing it for the right reason it doesn't matter how big or small it is right as long as it's adding value to your either your personal life or your professional life that's really the ultimate thing my tidbit would be go out and try different events though before you just jump in and try to start your own that way you can learn what you like and don't like about what's going on out there and you can kind of get a feel for other people and, and you know and and learn what are they seeking? What do you know? And that's what my biggest thing is I'm always asking for input and feedback because I, you know, I know my experiences, but it doesn't mean I know your experiences. Right. Yeah. And so if you're not willing to learn and listen, you're not going to be able to, you know, do something that's really engaging with people in the community. Um, as far as what I do, um, I'm a sales executive. Um, and I've also done business development with uh, Very. So it's a commercial office furniture company. We're headquartered out of the, the Dallas Fort Worth area in Texas. Uh, a little over, like right around 11 years old, uh, started out with the very desk, the sit stand converter that most people have seen on a uh, traditional desk. Um, but about five or six years ago, we we really branched out into the, the commercial space. So we do everything that you can find in any office setting, uh, whether that's soft seating, private offices, open work benching, you know, wall partitions, privacy booths, conference rooms. We do it all. Um, only been in the market here in Charlotte for about two years. So we're still trying to build some brand awareness and market awareness. And there's some great uh, furniture dealers already in the market. Um, our big difference is that we're a manufacturer that goes direct. So you don't have to go to a, through a dealer with us. So it's a quicker process, uh, more transparent, which I think we're all, we all appreciate transparency when buying something. And, um, and our speed to market is, is second to none. So, I'm excited. We have a great leader in Jason McCann. So if nobody's ever been on LinkedIn and seen and looked up Jason McCann, I I, I promise you it's worth the time. Uh, he's one of the best CEOs that I've ever seen and very engaging. It's wild when you get a text message or a phone call or a LinkedIn message from your CEO of 400 people that ask you how he can help you grow mm-hmm. in a market that you're not, you know, I see him maybe once a year. Wow. So the fact that he thinks about his, you know, his employees that are out in remote markets like that is just, it's amazing. And all the leadership is the same way from, from the top down. So I'm blessed. I love what I do and I'm always here to try to help out. So, and 
I tell people, if you don't need furniture, but you need to know somebody that does lighting or flooring or painting or anything like that, AV, reach out because I know a lot of people and I'm always trying to help connect. I love that. And that's what we're here to do, right? We're here to either be the help or be able to support supply the help. So I, I a hundred percent support that. Um, I want to just, uh, circle back on, uh, leads exchange and, um, just remind everybody of your schedule with that. If you have somewhat of a schedule and, um, let them know where they can find you. And if you have any other tidbits before we head out. All right. Thank you. Um, yeah, so we do typically meet uh, the third Wednesday of every month. Um, from four o'clock to seven o'clock. It's not a hard start or finish. We will be there. Um, the leadership will be there from four to seven. We understand that people have to come and go. You have lives, you have other events, you have children, spouse to get home, whatever it is. You can got to go walk your dog. It's okay. So we have people that show up at four o'clock and have to be gone by five. We have people that show up at 4.30 and stay to seven. It really is a come and go. We want people to feel you know welcome and don't feel like you have everybody looking at you if you walk in late or walk, you know, have to leave early. It really is a come as you as you are. And so we do that. If there's, you know, we do have certain months where we might switch to the fourth Wednesday if we have like five weeks in the month, just to kind of make sure that we're spacing out okay. And we just started back up our coffee events, which are the first Wednesdays of the month from 8.15 to 10 a.m. And again, those again, you just show up, grab a cup of coffee, network, kind of kickstart your day. Um, we, we kind of space those around different areas of the city. Um, so Every other month with our, our monthly socials, they're typically at a, at a uh, self-poor brewery called Penthouse. And then the opposite, the, the, the following month will be um, at different venues as we do speaker panel events, um, bringing some education, some insight to the market or just the community. And we do those at different venues. So um, at our October 18th event will be at Do Greater Charlotte. And then our November event will be back at Penthouse. And our December 13th event will be at Honeywell. So we're really excited about that. That'll be our fifth annual holiday networking event. So um, you can find us on LinkedIn. Just look up Leeds Exchange Group, or you can look me up and look my name up, Terry Martin Jr. Um, you can connect and ask me questions there, or you can go to the website, which is leads-exchange-group.com. Wonderful. Um, and I will make sure Terry's information is below in the podcast um, uh, description. Uh, so that way you can either check out Leads Exchange or reach out to him if you have anything that you need. Um, do you have anything else you want to share with us? Uh, and if not, I just appreciate you being here. No, I'm, listen, this is awesome. You're an awesome person. I love the, the fact that Vanessa connected us. Um I, I think that if I didn't have somewhere to be, I think it was to uh, take my daughter somewhere. <laughs> I think you and I would probably still be sitting at that coffee shop talking because uh, we just had a lot in common. So I really appreciate you. I love what you're doing, why you're doing it. And um, however I can continue to support, I, I, I love to do it. So thank you for having me. Yeah, for sure. And thanks to all the listeners. I appreciate you. Um, I've been, uh, you know, grieving and I've actually been sick for the last week um, that everybody's listening. I actually had COVID and strep and ran into a little bit of heart issues, Terry, like right after we saw each other, I went a little downhill. Um, so I'm right. 
for the first time feeling better today. Um, didn't I'm sleeping a little bit more, so I'm just grateful to be alive and be feeling well today. Um, so I'm working on a lot, getting ready for the new year. I have some new programs coming out. Um, I have a business and Bible studies group that I'm getting ready to start in January. Um, I'm getting ready to roll out a new uh, women's empowerment uh, event series next year. And I have a general business networking series. And you know, I have both my networking group. So um, on top of that, I am working obviously to get back into rotation with podcasting uh, three to five days a week. Um, we won't be back to seven, but um, at least three to five for sure. And so um, just stay tuned. You guys know where to find me. I'm all over the place. I really appreciate Terry for being here. He is a great sport and we do have so much in common. So it's really nice to connect. And um, you guys just keep on tuning in. And if you'd like to be on the podcast, just remember to reach out to me. I'm always happy to open the platform to you. So you have a best, blessed day. We'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you.